So what if you're single? You're never alone in the single soul circle. Join us as we hear from singles who will inspire you and help you face the unique challenges and opportunities of the single life. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. We have a special treat this week. A man has entered the single soul circle. Pat, the host of The Chat with Pat on YouTube, joins us to talk about the male perspective in dating. I was introduced to Pat when I was tagged in the comments of a Facebook post he made in the Scottsdale Living Group about dating. Pat will share why online dating doesn't work. Everybody can literally have hundreds of options within minutes. And I think that alone is something that us as humans, we're, we're not designed to, to, to handle or manage. And that's what we've all succumbed to. Men also have to deal with flaky matches. My neighbor's cousin's friend needs me to watch their, their, their hamster. You know, like, whatever stupid excuse. I mean, you're going to hear it all. Neither side is to blame. Both men and women are guilty of all of this. I think the problem isn't gender-based. It's, it's the times we're in. Learn how you can make your dating conversations more like a podcast than a job interview. Get, get, get away from the job interview. Bye. Let's talk about, like, look at it like a podcast. Like if, we're, if you're listening to a podcast, are the two people on the podcast going to be asking generic questions like that? No, they're talking about deep stuff. And at the end of the day, let's quit analyzing how someone else wants us to be. But do what makes you happy. Life is way too short to, to overanalyze or second guess something. Go do what makes you happy, period. Who cares what anybody else thinks? What do you want to do? I think we always hear the female perspective. You know, we talk to our friends, we hear what they're going through, but I don't think we really take the time to hear the male point of view. So thank you, Pat, for being with us today. And do you want to start out kind of telling us the story of how did you decide to make this post? What was this post? Um, kind of how it blew up a little bit there. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So what had happened for, I guess, the listeners that don't, um, that don't, don't know anything about the post. So I made a post on, uh, on that Facebook group in Scottsdale and it was essentially, I, I drafted some sort of like satirical version of a, of a resume, quote unquote, like a dating resume, because, um, Dating has become so uh, job hunting esque. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, but for both men and women. Uh, but the reason how I why I did it was uh, I was with a buddy of mine and his wife. We were at his house, and uh, you know, half jokingly, his wife was like, "Hey, pal, like we got to get you a girl, and you need to get a, find a nice girlfriend, settle down." And and you know, they know I've had some. Um, you know, I've been single for a little bit, so uh, like I said, half jokingly, I. Uh, I got my creative writing juices flowing and I, I wrote, uh, I wrote up like kind of, like I said, a, a, a satirical resume and basically saying, is there anyone that, you know, kind of knows anyone that wants to hire me or date me? And so I posted it on that group and I, I don't actually live in Scottsdale. I live on, I'm still actually on the East coast. I have a buddy that lives there and I've actually done business there with one of my side businesses. So I have some affiliation there. Um, so it wasn't like completely random, but because of the buddy I was talking to is the one that lived there. I, he kind of said, you should post it on that group and he knows that area. And I never thought it was going to blow up like it did. Uh, so I posted it and it ended up getting 
you know, several hundred likes and comments, and shares, and, and my notifications and inbox was just uh, flooded. Um, and that's kind of a, the, the, the why and the how it happened. So everyone wanted to hire you. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I was getting <laughs> messages. I was getting messages from um, people's mothers, uh, trying to really, you know, sell sell their daughters to me on on they have good jobs. She's single. She can't find a nice guy. And then I was getting messages from the actual, you know, women my age themselves, uh, along with comments. And uh, you know, there was for every positive comment, there was some funny negative ones. But uh, you know, you got to take them in stride. Right. So was there a plan to follow up on any of these or were you just curious what kind of response you would get? Well, yeah, I actually talked to from the several DMs that I got, you know, as we all filter people out, I talked to a few girls and I got a couple numbers and um, I'm still currently still texting and doing phone calls with one of them uh, who happens to live in that area. And yeah, she's real nice. Um, so, you know, if, if anything, I got a good, I could get a good friend out of it. So something positive you know, did come from it by, by me remaining open-minded. Yeah, oh, that's great. So what in dating kind of drew you to do that and do something unusual? Um, well, the whole, and then we touched on this when we spoke on the phone the other night, just the whole numbers game type of vibe that this this dating has become and, and all these apps and social media and all these options and you know I, I think that there, there's actually an underlying message uh, beyond the what is the is the why you know why did it come to me posting that post um obviously it was half of a joke but the uh, the serious side of it is well well yeah I mean those apps don't work and everyone just has millions of options and and everyone, it, no one's ever satisfied with what's in front of them. So I, I guess I took a, a, I tried to be creative and took a different approach. Um, and, you know, putting like the resume and bullet points out there, it gets kind of the small talk out of the way. You can kind of see what I do. And, and then, I, then it's just kind of, you know, not to make it like a job interview, but that's what it's become now because everyone has so many options. It's just, it's just how many times can you have the same conversation and say what you do for work and where you grew up and where you traveled? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I joke, you know, the dating apps is kind of like a second job. Right. And I, yeah. and I don't know if sometimes taking that attitude into it, it gets a little bit frustrating because when we look at it as work, then it becomes like, Oh, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> and sometimes I know I've seen like a lot of pen pal situations where Again, yeah, they ask a million different questions a million different times, and then you don't end up meeting people. So what what do you see on the male side of the dating apps and what kind of experiences have you seen? Well, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be work. Um, it should definitely should not be work, like you said. And, and, and that's, I guess, you know, girls probably see that as well. But um, that's what I see on my end. And that's what a lot of guys see is it's work. It's a hassle. You, you know, you have to you have to message, you know, 25 girls, maybe four of them respond out of those four, maybe two of them are like worth your time or actually want to meet up in person. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, uh, the return on the investment, so to speak is, is very low. Uh, and, and I don't think that us as humans were designed to have this many people to choose from. And I think that's, where everything kind of went downhill in the dating world in the last couple decades with technology. Um, so I think that's a big cause. Cause if you look at, 
you know, like my parents or people dated dating in the eighties uh, and nineties, uh, you know, the, every person might've known three or four people, of the opposite sex that could have been potential candidates. And that was it. And they all lived relatively in the same area and they probably knew someone you knew. And that was how you met someone. And because of, because of that, it, the relationships I feel were more genuine and more given more effort. Um, because now fast forward to this decade, everybody can literally have hundreds of options within minutes. And I think that alone is something that us as humans, we're, we're not designed to, to, to handle or manage. And that's what we've all succumbed to. Mm -hmm. Cause do you ever feel like, okay, if you're messaging with, you know, three or four people during the week and then, okay, the weekend's coming up and making plans, you know, there's that one or one or two people that you most want to go out with. And then you're kind of waiting to see like, is that one going to work out? And then it almost seems like a game and the other people don't really know, like, where do I, where do I fit in, in your game? Like, am I first string, you know, how is that, you know, working out? Do you experience that or? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. I talk to my buddies about this and they all go on the online dating apps and stuff. So, you know, you met, you talk to a girl on a Monday uh, and she said, and you guys agree to possibly meet up that following Saturday, you know, in, in today's world, six days is an eternity in today's dating world with all this instant gratification. So by Saturday, everybody's old news and you, there's a good chance you and that person aren't really going to meet up. You know, people can't even wait a week or, or if they say, you know, I'm free next weekend, that weekend comes. And, and if you guys don't like continuously talk or text, there's a good chance that either she or he just going to, you know, just the plans are never going to happen. It's, it's just, it's easier now to just flake off and, and, and not follow through with plans. It's just the, the culture with, with having all these options, I think created that culture of just being able to easily just, it, it's become very fleeting. If that makes yeah. sense. And then you hear every excuse, right? I would say that the sick kid, that's always the the number one, one, I think in my age group for sure. Oh, my kid is sick or you know, even I've been stood up to, I don't know about you, but, um, that happens sometimes to people just disappearing. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get the, the sick kid, the, uh, somebody's got to babysit my puppy. Um, my, uh, my neighbor's cousin's friend needs me to watch their, their, their hamster, you know, like whatever stupid excuse. I mean, you're going to hear it all. And, and, and that's if you even get an excuse. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's uh, devolved. It's devolved to a point now where you, you, people aren't even giving the excuse. They're just, they're just vanishing. You just never hear from them again. Because the hiding behind the phone and the keyboard, uh, and, and, it's, and both sides are guilty. You know, this isn't a, a male-female thing. This is a, this is a generational thing. So I don't want your list. I want your list. I want it to be clear to your listeners both men and women are guilty of all of this. I think the problem isn't gender-based. It's, it's the times we're in. And, and I, and to, to branch off of that, another thing that I, that I guess a, a female listener might not know is from the guy's point of view, you know, we, just as a girl has to deal with all the idiots messaging her and the weird messages and the, and the, and the uh, you know, X-rated photos and the, 
and the aggressiveness. You know, I get it. Women have to deal with a lot of BS. But having said that, us men, you know, we have to deal with similar situations, just in a, just in a different flavor. You know, we have to deal with the be trying to, you know, put ourselves out there to, to so many different women, or if it's online or, and, and, and getting very, very little response. So I think that's been a cause of why men possibly became how they are with the forwardness or the, the lack of effort, because, you know, you got a nice guy maybe named Steve and he goes and courts 15 different girls in the course of a year. And he goes out with them and gets to know them. And, takes them out, does the whole song and dance and he get and he gets nothing out of it. You know, he gets no return effort. He gets, you know, the girls ghost him. So now this nice guy who was a nice guy, Steve, let's just use this name for an example. Now, you know, it's a vicious circle because now Steve is going to become more of a, an asshole, so to speak. And because I guess the, the constant trying to be nice and do the right thing and showing effort got him nowhere. So now like, He's just like, screw this. I'm just going to get to the point. And then he does that to an innocent girl because of the previous girl that screwed him. And then that girl is going to be standoffish because she got screwed over by a guy that was like Steve. You see how it just keeps spinning. Yep. <laughs> so I think winning. That's, right. So because I think it's created a stalemate, a complete stalemate. Yeah. It sounds like being able to go into it with the clear clear mind. Like I know I take breaks sometimes because if I've had like a really bad experience and I'm like, I, I just need that time to like clear that person out of my mind. Um, do you take breaks from it ever to just kind of clear your head? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I live a pretty active lifestyle. Like I, I work full time. I have a side business. I, I try to stay in shape. Um, I, I have a house that I've been taking care of and I like to travel and I have, I have family and nephews. So I, I got a lot going on as well. So there, you know, it's not my only or sole or even primary focus, the, the dating thing, but um, I, I do focus on a lot of other aspects of my life that are more important. But so I do take breaks, but um, you know, I, I've always been one to time manage well. And, and because I've got a lot of my ducks in a row at this point, and I've worked hard in life, I have time management skills and time to meet someone or to go out and, maybe enjoy a meal with like, so I, you know, I'm in a position, I think that's ideal to, to be spend time with someone. Cause I've already, you know, got my stuff together. Um, but no, I mean, like I, I take breaks. There's, I, I'm not on any of those apps. Ironically, I, I, I just, I am on, I have Facebook like everyone. And I made that post. I kind of bypassed the apps by making a creative post, but I got off of all those apps probably almost a year ago. So then as far as like meeting people in person, so I know a lot of people on both sides would love to meet somebody organically, right? In person. So what, do you have any advice on places people can go to meet? Like what, what has been, you know, helpful for you? It, it, you know, it's, it's tough nowadays because it's, everyone's so conditioned to, uh, to be behind their phone and to, and, to, and, and, and like I said, I think that the technology and phones have been more of a crutch and doing everyone a disservice in their social skills. So it's a lot harder for, you know, people to approach someone or be approached and handle it well. Um, like, for example, I, I, there's a girl I went up to. This is just an example. I don't remember when this was, but I was in a grocery store. I was in 
you know, aisle eight, looking at the pasta, whatever. And there was a cute girl in the aisle and, you know, middle of the day, just, you know, it's an ideal scenario. We're both grocery shopping. It's not like we're at a bar. And she had, a, I think, like a sweatshirt on that had some, some college name or something. And I knew of someone that went there. So I brought it up. I said, oh, hey, like, did you go to such and such school? Like, it's not around here. I, I buddy, my buddy went there. So I, I, I took a shot and I approached her with a, you know, I wasn't like forward, like, hey, you're cute. What's your number? I was trying to talk about the sweatshirt. My point, she was giving me, you know, one to two word answers, very short. And you could tell just by the energy that, you know, she just didn't want to be talked to by anyone. And, you know, she very well could have just not been into me specifically, but it's, you you could still be nice to the person. Um, uh, but, but she may not even have looked at me in that way at all. She may have just already made her mind up because of how society is today is when I go to the grocery store, I don't want to, I don't even want to have a conversation with anyone. Maybe that's just implanted in people's heads now because, because they don't have to, they can just hide behind their phones. And I think that's a social skill problem today. Yeah, definitely. Like everybody's on their phones and, you know, even there are some times like if I go, you know, to watch a game at the bar by myself or different things like that. And it's like, sometimes people are super friendly and I meet the neatest people. And then sometimes you're just like, you try to like have a little conversation, even if I'm like, I'm not really hitting on you. I'm just trying to be social. It's like people are kind of in their own little groups or you know, even when you try to go out, sometimes it's like everybody, you know, they're sitting at their little tables, just really closed off and don't seem like you could just walk up to them. <laughs> yeah. You can't just walk up to their table and like pull up a stool and say, Hey, like, so what's everybody think about, uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, you could, you know, you, you could, you know, I mean, I don't really, I'm not that shy. Like I could go up to people, but you know, nine out of 10 times you're, you're most likely not going to get a, a good response because like you said, it's, it's even out in public, people aren't out in public. They're, they're, they're mentally still behind something. You can just tell. I can even see the difference. You know, 10 years ago when I was in my early twenties, I can even see the difference in approaching women out at a bar or somewhere They were, people were way more likely to engage in conversation than I think people are now. So if a woman wanted to approach you and you're out and about, what do you think is the best way for her to do that? Uh, well, yeah, it's funny. Uh, women don't really have to approach anyone. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just, it's just, that's the thing, you know, uh, the woman really does have most of the leverage um, and she holds most of the power for, for obvious reasons. So, and I think a lot of women know that, especially now with social media and, and, you know, all the attention a girl could get online. So they, they're not idiots, you know, women utilize social media and realize that they have a lot of leverage. So they utilize that. So they don't have to really, they can kind of dictate how everything goes down and they don't really need to approach a guy, but if they were, um, again, because they have all the leverage and power, I mean, if a girl could go up to a guy and say anything. I mean, even if the, the guy is going to probably, he'll be nice. He's, you know, a girl could go up to a guy and say something, you know, um, even, even something pr- provocative or suggestive. And, and the guy will still probably be like kind of about it. So it, you know, it doesn't really matter what a girl says. I mean, it, as long as, 
as long as the guy is somewhat of a normal dude, he'll, he's not going to like throw a drink in her face. Right. But flip it, <laughs> a guy, a guy, you know, can barely go up to a girl and just say hello or say, or give her a compliment without a lot. Not every girl. Some girls are very nice and met sweethearts out in person, but it's, it's a lot less likely for a girl to just pick. Oh, Hey, what's your name? Chris. Nice to meet you. Let's sit down and talk. Like more often than not, they're going to be kind of like very distant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a friend that was afraid to go up and talk to this guy. And I'm like, I don't know why you're afraid. Like, even if they're not interested, like I have never seen a guy be mean. If you walk up, even like I said, if they're not interested, I think that they respect that you had the, you know, confidence to do that. And yeah. And, and guys, are, you know, guys are dogs. Like even if he's not interested or, or has a girlfriend or wife, he's probably still going to talk to you. Like, yeah. God, <laughs> it, it, like I'm saying, it, like I said, it, it, the, the, the leverage and power is, is so much, so one-sided. It, it, like if I were a girl knowing what I know, I would use that not to sound like a manipulator, but I would use that to my advantage. Like a lot of them do. But yeah, I mean, my advice really, you can say anything to a guy, really. Uh, me being a guy, like, it doesn't really matter what a girl says to me. Even if, like, even if she's not attractive, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice. Cause it's just not a, it's not a, a good look. No, it's not like what kind of guy is going to sit there and, and like coldly reject a girl, like disrespectfully, like in public. That's just not what a man should do. Right. So, so it's, it's, it's relatively uh, free reign. A girl could really say anything. And, but if she really wants to impress them, say something, you know, be, be, say something, uh, ask them a question, make them think. At least that's what I like. Make me, make me have to think about an answer. Make me have to, you know, think about whatever you just said. Don't, don't just ask me something generic. Like, where are you from? Like, okay. you know come at me with something that makes me use my brain and that will you know I think that will that's the best way to engage in a conversation Mm -hmm. that kind of took me back to the online dating too I think sometimes people they like ask like you ask a question they answer it they don't ask a question back then you ask a question again then you're like why are they not asking a question back it's sort of that some people, like you said, they don't know how to really even communicate anymore. So yeah, the, yeah, the conversation, <laughs> the conversation skills have have yeah. severely plummeted, um, yeah. and and I've seen it. Uh, so I guess, and it, it, it is a shame that that's the environment we're in. But uh, you have to, you have to. It's it, it's sad as it is. It's a numbers game, you know. For every fifteen girls, maybe one might know how to have a good conversation and. First, forever 15 guys, maybe one of them might, you know, not rub the girl the wrong way where she wants to continue to have to speak to. Them. Um, but I, I don't think I think there, I think the issue is beyond that. I think the issue is the the lack of effort by all parties. I think these apps and technology has been and access to so much has made everyone lazy. There's no the effort is virtually gone in, in a lot of these courtships. There's, I've, I've seen it. I've experienced it. I have friends that, you know, have gone out of their way for girls to try to, to try to meet them or date them. And, and, and it's just, you always see the other, someone giving no effort. 
And, and I think it's just a lack of respect thing. I think both people should respect each. If someone's showing you effort, I don't care what gender you are. I think the, the other person should, should acknowledge it. Well, and if they're not interested, respectfully let them know, communicate. Right. Right. Cause I think back to the, the old days since I'm, I'm old, but um, <laughs> like you would meet somebody right in person. Cause we didn't have dating apps back then. And then, you know, cause you might meet them just with a group of friends, things like that. And then, you know, you'd feel some sort of chemistry. So then, okay. They'd probably ask you out. And then you go on like a series of dates, whatever. There's not somebody else like constantly in their face, right? There's not like, oh, here's a bunch of new girls available to you or whatever. So um, I think that's interesting too. Like they're able, they were able to focus more, I think in the past and now it's just like so many distractions. <laughs> right, right. You instead you had three options and they all lived in your hometown. And so you, so you put effort into maybe all three or just one, but now you have 46 options every three days. So it's, it's just become, it's become where I think the adding the volume of, of options, I think has, has been counterproductive and not productive quantity. Wasn't necessarily the, the answer in my eyes, you know, adding the, the logistical idea that, within milliseconds with the swipe of your finger, you could, you could talk to 20 different people. I don't think that that was doing anyone a favor because it it eliminated genuineness, eliminated effort. It's like a manual transmission. You know, that was, you had to use a manual transmission in the cars. Like I used to drive stick, but regardless in the sixties and seventies, everything was manual transmission. So it was a little more involved, a little hard. You had to pay more attention to give it effort. They came out with an automatic transmission, which was easier and quicker. So why wouldn't everybody use the automatic transmission? It's easier. Forget about putting effort into the stick. Same idea. Well, why would I put effort into anything when I can just swipe on my phone now that I have this, this technology that can make my life easier? But I think the byproduct of that has been has been a negative. It's it's been not not there's it's hard, it's rare, more rare to have something meaningful or substantial to come from it. Right. So then, okay. When people get to an actual date, I think there's like the issues of authenticity, right? So people are coming into it. Like I need to impress this person and be this person. I'm not. So do you see a lot of that when you're on the actual dates? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point to bring up Heidi. Um, I, I, everybody wears a mask, so to speak. Um, uh, not, not a, not like a COVID mask. I'm <laughs> I know that's, it's, a, it's a, it's an ironic term I used. Uh, everybody wears a metaphorical mask. Um, they, they come out to these dates. I mean, even I've experienced it. I've been on dates with girls and, and, and everybody's just trying to one up the other person. Everybody's trying to, it's like, it's like the pissing contest. Who's pissing further. You know, it's every, the girl. And it's like, everyone's just competing on these dates to, to sound like way better than they are. And, 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 and I just, people don't have to do that. That's my advice to a girl. When like, for me, at least nothing turns me off or annoys me quicker than someone that you can just obviously tell is just sugarcoating everything. Like, don't like be like, you don't, you don't have to impress me. The more someone tries to impress me, the, the less, the less I, I, the less I want to get to know them. And 
for whatever reason, everyone wants to, wants to really try to impress someone. I mean, at the end of the day, like the people should know this 99% of us, like we're not that interesting, you know? So whatever, I, for every Steve and Jill and, and Jackie and Michelle and Chris that needs to hear this, like, you're not that interesting. You're, you're not that impressive. So, so don't, don't lead with that lead with just being genuine and nice and making someone happy because the 99%, you know, unless you've flown to the moon or were in a Tarantino film, I mean, I might want to hear about that. Tell me all about that, but anything short of that, like you're not that interesting. So don't pretend or sugarcoat things to seem more interesting. Just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And do you think that kind of goes back to looking at it more like a job interview than getting to know somebody and just having a real conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Because what's the, you know, uh, uh, Steve and Steve and Christina go on a date. What's the first thing they both go back and forth with is where are you from? What do you do? Like, where'd you go to school? Like those five basic questions, like, and not to curse, but if I, if you want to edit this out, but in reality, who gives a shit? Like, why don't you talk instead of that, talk about something that's thought provoking, talk about a current event that's, that's been captivating people. Talk about a topic that, that, um, you know, has a lot of different points of view. Talk about something that, you know, uh, talk about a really good movie that just came out and, and maybe, and maybe, uh, you two can discuss what you thought the ending really meant. Something that's not just like the stupid generic, I mean, everybody's a hairdresser. Everybody's a, everybody is an, is an accountant. Everybody, you know, uh, is a teacher. Like who cares? Like you can learn all that stuff, but get, get, get away from the job interview vibe. Let's talk about like, look at it like a podcast. Like if we're on, if you're listening to a podcast, are the two people on the podcast going to be asking generic questions like that? No, they're talking about deep stuff. Mm-hmm. think of approach it that way. And and maybe you and the person would have an interesting conversation and, and hopefully, you know, the, you both agree that the other person was engaging and you want to see them again. Yeah. Cause it's like, you want to get to know that person and not just like, Oh, let me check off this box. Oh, they have a fancy job or whatever. And it's like, well, you don't know, they could be embezzling at their company. There could be all these other things going on, you know? Um, are they happy with what they do even, you know? Right. Right. But it's, it's funny, you know, the, the, the quote unquote, what guys think women want, I'm, I'm learning this. And like, and I could, what the hell do I know? I mean, I could, I'm just some guy on, on your podcast. What do I know? But what I'm realizing is it's women, they don't care. Like I have a beautiful house. I have a good career. I'm educated. I make, I make good money. I, I have, it, but that, that doesn't matter. Like for whatever reason, like that's not what they want. And, and I think, I think a big reason for these, for that is a lot of people, men and women are like, they don't know what they want. You know, they, they see a good guy or a good girl in front of them. And it, it's not the, the guy could have the perfect resume. He could have done everything right on the date. She's just, she, or he is just in, in this mindset of anxiety or depression or, confusion that only that they themselves don't know how to get out of. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. Um, and there's a point to the story. There was a girl, I can't remember if we met, it was, yeah, I think I DM'd her on Instagram, one of those. So we started texting and we did phone calls, you know, the whole, the whole thing. 
And we were supposed to meet up and she said, Hey, just so you know, uh, the next two weeks, I'm really busy. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm working these two weddings. She does makeup or something. So she had to do the, the, the makeup for these two weddings, the next two weekends. So I was like, okay, okay. I said, all right, in, in two weeks, when everything settles in, give me a call. So the two weeks go by and I, in third and fourth week, I think, well, I didn't hear from her. So I, I called her, I finally reached out to her. I said, and I got her, I said, Hey, um, you know, like I get it. You were busy, but I, I never heard from you. I said, if I was gonna, if I never hit you up right now, would I've ever heard from you again? And she was like, well, probably not. And I was like, well, well, and I wasn't mad at her yelling at her. I was just curious. I was like, well, why? She was like, well, you know, I, I don't know what I, I'm getting, I am going through some anxiety and depression. I said, I said, I get that. And I respect that mental health is very important, but I, and I said, so, so what are you talking about it to the girl? She says, oh, I'm just, she didn't have an answer. So she's just staying home and watching TV. Like, you're not going to get out of where you're at if you, if you stay where you are. You know, go out, go for a run every morning, join a gym, meet that guy that seemed nice and was trying to show effort. You know, what, go out there and leave your familiarity zone. And I think a lot of people don't do that. You know, we all, and I don't know why everyone has more anxiety and depression now, but it, it, it affects the dating world because this particular girl and all she did was communicate with me. She was like, and then she said, Oh, like three more days went by and I realized I forgot to text you. And I felt like an asshole. I was like, well, how do you know you were an asshole? Did you call me and ask me? Did you, did you call me that third day? You could have reached out to me Like you're allowed to commu- see the communication is very poor nowadays. So you get a lot of that. And I don't know, I don't know what the answer is. Just that people do not know how to communicate. Yeah. Then I kind of feel like with dating, there's sort of this, you know, it's like approval seeking in a way. Right. So it's like, well, I'm going to say all these things because I want them to like me or whatever. Cause if I get the rejection, even if it's somebody, I think well, people don't even like them and then they get mad when the person doesn't call them back. It's like, well, you're, you know, everybody should like me. Right. Um, and then I was also thinking about like when we used to meet people just, you know, even if it was like somebody at work, maybe you worked with somebody for a while or something like that. You see them in a different place because you're not in a dating scenario yet. Right. So like your guard is down and you're just being who you are. Like there's like the store that I go in all the time and, you know, I'm just who I am. And I'm like getting advice from this guy. Like I'm going in all the time. And then one day I leave and he follows me out the store at first. I'm like, okay, this is a little weird, but <laughs> and he's, like, hey, he's like, this is this is really like embarrassing, but and like awkward, but you know, you seem really nice. And like, you know, are you seeing anybody? And I just thought like that took, it took a lot of courage on his part. And like, I gave him my number and I thought, well, he sees who I am. Cause I wasn't in there like, Hey, I'm going to try to date this guy that works at the store and I need to right. tell him anything impressive about me or not, you know? So, and then for me, I saw him as like, how does he treat his employees? And like, I saw him you know, who he was. And so it's like when you can meet people in those circumstances, I think it's cool because you're really seeing like who they are rather than like, who are they going to come to the state to try to prove to you that they're worth it? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. It's, it's, you see them in a, in a day-to-day mindset, a day-to-day, uh, you know, how they interact and, and their motivation is pure. You know, they're, you know, it's not a facade because this is who they are. They, hey, this is how he really is at his job. This is how he has to treat people. And this is how he does treat people. It's not a, a, a goat and pony show. You know, and it's it's a story as old as time. A, a girl meets guy and 
he's charming and nice. And then they, maybe they have a kid together and five, fast forward five years. She's now in her early thirties trying talking to me because it didn't work out with Joe. Turns out Joe uh, was not a good person, but he put on that mask in the beginning. And you, so I, I get that. You don't really know who someone is until you know, until time is spent with them. But I think people today are not giving themselves a chance to let them know someone. They do one date or not. Sometimes it doesn't even get to the date. Your people are texting so many people that they're judging who this person is off of a three day span of, of, of text messages and they're making their decision right there. So I think because of these apps and the options, people aren't really getting the chance that they deserve. Men, again, men and women. Um, and, 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 and people that might, some of these might be amazing people. And I don't think they're getting seen in that favorable light at all because no one is giving anyone a chance to, to show themselves in that light. Right. And you have to figure it out so quickly, you know, cause I'm sometimes like, you know, when you get in that second date and you're like, I don't know, maybe, but if I go on a third date, <laughs> it's going to be harder to like get rid of this person. So then a lot of times you just bail. Right. Well, I mean, second date is, is, I don't know how this is going to sound, whether it's sad or funny, but in my experiences, you know, and I'm a good looking guy, I'm charming and I'm charismatic. And it, but and even having said that it's, I, in recent times, I, it's, I rarely get a second date. It, it's hard enough to get a first date. You got to go through so many hoops just to, just for, to meet in person and agree to have the same two hour window of the week that you both are free and they don't, one of us doesn't bail. That's a, a hoop in itself. And then from there, people, people, like you said, I think a first date sometimes isn't even enough. How do you really know that person? You guys were out to eat public setting. The, the waiter's coming over every two minutes. You guys are like P's and Q's. You're crossing your T's. You're dotting your I's. Like, do you really, you, you know, you're going to make your, your decision off of that. I mean, go, like you said, see them in, in the natural environment, see how they are. And you may think, wow, that this person's a good, someone I want to be around, but people don't do that. People it's ADD. It's next, 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 next. It's who's next. You didn't, you weren't the perfect, you know, whatever was supposed to be in the first 10 minutes of meeting you. You're already thinking about who's next in your phone. People need to give people more of a chance and, and nobody has the patience to do that anymore. And a big reason is just all the options we have in our face. Mm -hmm. I know for myself and others have mentioned questioning either the things we say and do and how that will be judged, or we try to analyze a man's words or actions. Do you think that women analyze and worry about things too much? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, men do it too, but again, in my experience, I think society should, has trained everyone to be judgmental about everything. So because of that, women, I guess, instinctually, you know, think let's, for example, let's say a girl and a guy are really feeling it and, and everybody's, everybody's into it. And there was, and everyone, and the guy's being nice, she, every, there's respect. And Let's say she wants to she wants to have sex with the guy, whether it's the third date, second, for what doesn't matter when. But 
because of like this judgmental cloud above her, like, oh my God, like she starts to overanalyze. Well, what is everybody going to think? Like, what is this? What is that? Like she, everyone, she starts to think in these circles of like, if she has sex with the guy, what's going to happen? And I think that that is a mistake, you know, obviously easier said than done, but I think if you want to do something like you should not care at all what anybody else thinks about what you want to do. And because people care so much about other people's opinions, it, it kind of holds people back of doing what they really want. And that's where the overanalyzing comes in. They start to think, well, what is he going to think? He's going to think on this. He's going to think, no, no, what, don't, nobody's thinking anything. You know, we're, we're all, we're all animals. You know, we're all, we all want to enjoy ourselves and be happy. We're not writing thesis statements and, and term papers on, you know, the, how many dates it took for you to meet my parents or how long it took for us to go up to my bedroom. Like there's, we're not, nobody's thinking about that, but for whatever reason, the overanalyzing happens. And I think it's because everyone just is so concerned with what everybody else is going to think when in reality, this is another newsflash. People are going to learn. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing anyway. Everybody thinks all eyes are on them. No, everyone's a narcissist now, meaning everyone's only concerned about themselves, meaning they're not paying any attention to what you're doing. So you can go sleep with Joe, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and no one's ever going to know. You're not that important. You know what I mean? So I think that's, a, a, that's something people need to – that's what I've learned. You know, no, nobody's paying, nobody cares about what I'm doing at all because they're too into their own selves. So I'm going to do what I want. And I don't care what people think. Nobody's thinking anything at all. There's no good or bad opinion about me. No one cares about me at all. And I think if people realize that, they'll be more free to, to just do whatever the hell, do what makes you happy. Life is way too short to, to overanalyze or second guess something. Go do what makes you happy, period. Who cares what anybody else thinks? What do you want to do? And I think people would be a lot happier if they just live that way. Right. You know, be, be who you are. If that particular guy doesn't like you, then that guy is not for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, oh my goodness. This girl, I go to her house and she's got shit all over her floor. She didn't fold her clothes. Like I, I, I might, I'm not going to judge her, but if another guy might say, Oh, well, screw this. Like, I'm going to think some certain way. Well, he's not for you. Like, what, what do you, like, if he, if he didn't like that, like, don't change for him. You know what I mean? Or, oh my God, I slept with this guy like too soon. He's going to think I'm a horrible. He might not. He might not think, he might, he might think you're a go-getter and, and you guys connected on a physical level. Like, why does that have to be a negative thing? So, you know, it, it's, and if he, and if a guy does or a girl, same thing works on my street too. If I do something and a girl, uh, uh, has some type of thought about it. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be sorry. Like I am who I am. And if you like how I am and what I do, then, then you're for me. And if you have a, a problem with, with what you might think people might think about it, then, then I don't need you. Then you're doing me a benefit. You're doing me a favor by leaving me. And that's why I think when people put those masks on and try to be somebody else, and then they connect with that person. It's not like a real connection because it's like, okay, well, they don't even know who you are. So they like this other person, you know? So, yeah. And it's, it's, it's just sad because 
like I said, a lot of times it just, it doesn't even get to that. Like it shouldn't, it should have never evolved, devolved to where all of us are just any given, if you go up to any single person like that has a phone, the, 90% of them are going to say that at this current moment, they're talking to between five and 10 people. Like not, they're not sleeping with all of them or they're not going on dates with all of them, but just there's like probably between five and 10 people that are like in the Rolodex that they can communicate with that are, could be a potential. And I mean, what, what, what's, how, you know, what, what is that supposed to, how's that supposed to look? How's that, is that, is that what this, is that what this is? That doesn't sound appealing to anyone. We're all just one of 10, you know? So it's, I just think the volume of options and the quantity is a big cause to why people show no effort and why people don't give people a a fairer chance than they might deserve. Now, mind you, there's a lot of pieces of shit out there. You know, you meet, you meet, you know, 10 uh, Jeffs and Joes and they're all scumbags. It doesn't mean guy number 11 is going to be that way. You got to give every person their own unique individual circumstance and make your decision based on that, not based on the last 10 people. And a lot of people do that. We're all, we've all been hurt. Right. And I, I, I'm just like, this is what I hear. Cause I, I, this is the girl side. I'm giving you what we think when you tell us that how many girls that are listening to this that right now that you have are going to relate to when they say, you know, I'm talking to a girl and she says, Oh, well I've been hurt. My ex John did this. And like every girl has said that to a guy. Number one, I don't know John or Chris or Steve. I have nothing to do with them. Number two, you don't think I've been burned by someone in the past as well. I'm erasing it from this four corners completely. This is me and you. This isn't them. So I think people are doing themselves a disservice by always reverting back to someone that hurt them. And then somebody that could have been a good partner ends up, you know, losing out because they don't give them the chance they deserve. Mm -hmm. That's what somebody was saying. Okay. You're going to talk to this one guy about this and we're supposed to just take his, you know, perspective on this. Everybody's different and all that. And I'm like, really what I'm trying to accomplish is really um, having you on here to really talk about that male perspective, because I think that it is that like women just think, oh, we're wronged all the time. And like, there's no good men out there, blah, blah, blah. And I think the more we just continue thinking that path, it's really not going to work out for us. And like, how can we be more vulnerable and hear all sides and connect? Cause ultimately we want to connect. Right. So if we go into all this with like a, they're, <laughs> they're bad, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, we're going to get nowhere. Right. And why, and why, why was so-and-so a bad dude? Why, why was he so forward? And why was he so, you know, whatever he did that you didn't like, why didn't he just try to have sex with me? Why didn't he want to get to know me? Because he tried that with 10 other girls and he put his heart and soul out there and he got nowhere. So he realized, why, why do I need to put, try? Why, why do I need to be the nice guy? That didn't work because those 10 previous women, again, the double-edged sword were burned before. So they didn't give him the time of day. So it's just, it's a back and forth. And I see good dudes be ultimately being thrown in as the villain before they get a chance to do anything. And that's ultimately what I think that's what needs to change. 
And and if it, until that does change, man, a lot of men are going to continue to get tired of being nice. And 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 that's why they are the way they are. I think if we all give each other a chance and get to know each other and start from scratch, like let the other people go again, if you need time, like I always tell people, like, if you're really that fresh with where you are, like take that time off because just going out there to try to find a new person when you still have that sting from before, it's like, you're just, you're just going to bring that in, into that next situation. And it never works. You know, you know how there's been several women where we started texting or talking and then they vanish. And then, and then finally a week later, they say, Oh, I have a boyfriend or I'm back with my boyfriend. I I was like, well, you should have never put yourself out there to even communicate with me at, from the jump. If you were on and off with Joe or got back with Joe, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, like you said, you're not ready. Don't even put yourself out there, period. And you know, it's just, it's just the games and the hard to get. And, and I, I, I personally, I don't, I don't like doing it. I don't, if I'm into you, I'm telling you how I feel. Um, I'm not waiting the three days. Because if I wait those three days to text you, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry already swooped in. I'm, I'm old news. Who's Pat? Who's Pat? I'm getting attention from four other guys. I don't need attention from Pat. So you got to, it's, it's a shame, but today's world, you got to be aggressive. You got to go in there because there's just so much more competition. And that's what we as men have to deal with. And I hope the female listeners do understand that, that we're not all bad dudes. We, we have good intentions. We want to take you out on a date and talk to you and, 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 and have phone calls, but you don't give us the chance to do that. So what else are we supposed to do? That's, I I hope that's what these female listeners take from this is that we, we have a lot of hurdles to go through. Give us some benefit of the doubt. That's all I'm asking. Not all of us are bad dudes. Great. Thank you to Pat for joining us in the circle today to talk more about the male perspective in dating. And it sounds like you've had a lot of the same challenges that we have as women. So I think it's important for us all to come together and have compassion for each other and find some commonalities and understand that it's difficult for all of us and maybe be a little bit more vulnerable. So thank you for sharing that perspective. And if you'd like to hear more from Pat, you can check out his YouTube channel at the chat with Pat and also on Instagram at the chat with Pat. And we'd also love to hear what you thought of this episode. Email me at single soul circle at gmail.com and let us know, would you like to have Pat back or some other guys joining the circle? And what kinds of questions do you have for them? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you and bring some more guests to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Single Soul Circle podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for a guest, email me at singlesoulcircle at gmail.com and be sure to check out our blog at singlesoulcircle.com.